Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Hey, good afternoon. It's Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. Happy Wednesday. It is October 13th. Today on the show, I'm going to be welcoming our man who knows a lot about the sky and everything around it, our local amateur astronomer, the one and only Mr. John Tupper. I saw you make a comment on a post, I believe it was, John, because, yeah, this lady in Golden, B.C., she had that space rock, whatever you want to call it, fall right through her roof onto her bed where she could have been sleeping. Uh, but you said, I think your comment said that that's worth a lot of money. You know, it, should, it certainly could be. So it's a, it's called a meteorite. Um, that's what you call these um, these asteroids and, and, and meteors when they strike the Earth and, and make their way through the uh, atmosphere and land. And, um, you know, they're relatively rare. Only about 500 of them strike the, the Earth every year. And uh, with two-thirds of the Earth covered in ocean, most of them just go splash. <laughs> so... There are people that uh, that make a, a bit of a living prospecting for these things. Um, the value will totally depend on on what the composition of the meteor is, and or sorry, what composition of the meteorite is, and and um, and how rare it is. But uh, it can get pricey. You know, the, at the low end of the scale, a basic iron type uh, meteorite would be, you know, fifty cents uh, per gram. Okay, so that's. Um, you know, with 28 grams in an ounce, that's, you know, $14 for an ounce. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, the, too. <laughs> yeah. On, on the middle end, sort of the scale, when they start to get become what are called stone meteorites, they're, they're, they're ones made of rock, not just, uh, you know, melted iron, so to speak. Then you're talking uh, prices going up to, you know, between 50, 560 to $1,400 an ounce. Whoa. Um, and that's competing with on the high end with gold. But then you can get some super rare meteorites and these are lunar and martian meteorites they're literally chunks of the moon or our neighborhood planet mars that got cleaved off the planet and somehow found their way onto earth and then you know landed here those things are going for you know one to two thousand dollars a gram i can see that own a piece of the moon or mars yeah um, and then at that point, you're talking, you know, uh, many times the price of gold. You're talking $30,000 an ounce or more, um, which would be a heck of a find. So, you know, beyond just being lucky that she survived, she's got, uh, you know, a potential uh, uh, treasure trove of both scientific and uh, and uh, value, you know, information. And, uh, yeah. Okay, hey John, I got a question for you. You're big into uh, the sky, the stars, space, and everything. Say this happened to you. Everyone's safe in your family. You have a meteorite fly through your roof. Um, it's one of the rare ones. Are you selling it or are you keeping it? I would, uh, you know, with any of these things, first thing I'd want to do, or the first thing a person should do, is contact a, a university researcher, have the meteorite analyzed, confirm what it is, 
uh, let them you know extract the scientific information from it for the for the benefit of mankind. It does also have the advantage of uh, giving you more information on the meteorite to allow you to make decisions on what to do with it. Gosh, you're so responsible. Um, you know, it's um, an unnamed, unsourced meteorite. Uh, doesn't have the same value. It's 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 like a diamond, right? Once you get a diamond classified, it's worth more money than just a raw rock. Okay. And these people. The, the second thing I do depends on the size of the meteorite. I'd probably, uh, you know, keep a couple around for keep a chunk of it around uh, for myself for sure. Um, I'd probably want to see some of it end up in the archives of Alberta or the uh, Royal Alberta Museum if they were interested, or the Evidence Space Science Centre. And uh, and beyond that, you know, I'd probably sell a little bit of it to buy some telescopes. I'm just saying. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> now, these people who make like a career out of finding these rocks, how do they know where they fell? Um, you know, I don't make a career out of prospecting for these rocks, so I'm not good at answering that question. But what I've read um, is that they typically will look up uh, for areas where there's a lot of wide open space. Um, they'll use various tools from metal detectors to, uh, you know, to um, types of tools that a geologist would use. And they'll look in things like the Sahara Desert, um, large open spaces. There's also uh, situations, there was a, a, a while back in, in Russia where uh, it was pretty clear a, a big fireball had come in and broken up into a lot of pieces and they had almost like a meteorite scramble there where thousands of people flocked to the area uh, to look for, for where these chunks fell. So um, some of it is just, uh, you know, from what I've read, is just tracking down sightings of these things, uh, trying to piece together the trajectory and then going looking for them. Others that, um, that people go after are just um, looking for wide spaces and then certain telltale geological markers. The nice thing about a, a meteorite is it doesn't have to be fresh. You know, it's not like you're hunting a mushroom here where you're going to pick it this season. <laughs> it could have been laying there for a thousand years, and yeah. it's still um, interesting and valuable. So um, that's kind of the advantage of it. But, you know, you're only talking 500 a year with most of those landing in the ocean. So these aren't very common objects. Wow. That is so cool. It's so crazy to be able to say, like, a star landed on my bed. It's also crazy that this star went through this lady's ceiling but didn't go through her mattress. Mm. Yeah, I guess it has to stop somewhere, right? Um, but I do want to correct you. It's not a star. If a star were to hit the Earth, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Oh. Yeah, come um, on, Steph. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Smart up but, over uh, there. <laughs> You know, it is a big, a big chunk of space stuff, and it is, it is crazy. It did, it did, you know, kind of come to a rest uh, on her pillow, uh, especially when she wasn't there. Uh, first thing I read when I read that article is how cool is that. The second thing I read is she's probably even more lucky that she wasn't sleeping there because not only would that have potentially killed her, but then for the rest of her mortal. Uh, for the rest of her legacy, she'll be that lady who died when a meteorite hit her in her sleep. Oh, man, no kidding. That's so grim. <laughs> John, stay right there. Uh, i got a couple more questions for you. We'll be right back on Fort McMurray Matters. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On Mix 103.7. 
We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz. Pleasure to be with you on this Wednesday. I'm joined with this interview with my co-host in the morning, Steph Seidel, and also the man who knows everything about the sky, uh, our local astronomer, John Tupper. Now, John, do you remember uh, with the Northern Lights the other night... <laughs> Is that, since I just moved here, uh, has a night like that come around often, or was that like a rare a rare night the other night? It was relatively rare. There was a, a huge geomagnetic storm that uh, that was hitting the Earth from a coronal mass ejection of the sun a, a couple of days ago. So it um, on, on sort of a, a, the scale that they use, it was uh, considered to, to be moderate to severe. Um, Scientists in uh, the U.S. NOAA were watching it because there was some risk to, to satellites. Um, so it was it was bright. It was it was uh, relatively rare. We get them, you know, maybe once a year, maybe once every two years of that magnitude. They were getting northern nights as far south as Montana. Um, with that said, you know, uh, we are far north, so it doesn't take a massive storm like that for us to get those bright, beautiful lights. Um, you know, even a, a smaller uh, geomagnetic, geomagnetic storm will light up the sky like that here. And you certainly can see it um, a couple times a year like that, Sean. It's, um, it's just amazing to see them dance like that, and it really never gets old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I truly agree. It was... It was incredible just all night and just to see like friends from the southern parts of like Saskatchewan or Manitoba or even like in friends in Vancouver being like blown away that they could see it I thought that was cool yeah even southern Ontario got a good glimpse of that and uh, you know that's really notable because not only do they have a lot of light pollution there their skies aren't very dark but it's also you know really quite south uh, people forget that uh, southern Ontario extends below the 49th parallel yeah Go ahead. I, I got one more question. John, since you're so smart, I love having you on. I'm always so curious. Um, do you know why my phone can pick up the Northern Lights better than my eyeballs? Well, yeah. Um, your eyes are just looking at light in, in, in the moment, right? Um, your phone uses a what's called a CMOS, um, to, to, which is sort of like the... the the chip that detects the light it's more like a sponge so it grabs the light and it holds it ah. um, so you know your brain is constantly washing away the old information from your eye and so that you can see the new information that's coming into your eye all the time it's got to really imagine it like a really really high refresh rate whereas your your phone or any camera um, its sole purpose is to essentially memorize light so when it sees the northern lights, it grabs all of the photons coming off those northern lights into its chip, holds it there, and then displays it for the software. And that's actually why uh, I actually got into astrophotography with, with the ability to use a camera hooked to a telescope. You can capture more light over a longer period of time from more objects um, and, and, and display them in such a way that is much more vivid and much more intriguing than what your naked eye could see at that moment in time. Incredible. I like I just love asking you questions because I just get an answer like that and I'm blown away. Thank you, John. 
You're you're welcome. And um, mark uh, November 18th in your cal- calendar. We're going to have a lunar eclipse coming up, and that's where the shadow of the Earth is going to move across the uh, surface of the moon. So we're going to take the, the full moon and turn it into a, a dimmer and dimmer moon. It's going to turn orange, and eventually the shadow of the moon will move across or sorry, the shadow of the Earth will move across it. It'll kind of wink out for a second and then come on back. All right. All right. So we'll have to have you on again to chat us more about that coming closer to that date. Sounds good. Take care, guys, and stay curious. Thanks so much <laughs> to our go-to guy for things in the sky. <laughs> Just going to take our second break here on Fort McMurray Matters, and we'll be right back. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. It's October 13th. I'm Sean Kreitz, and I'm also joined today with my co-host, Steph Seidel. Take it away. The Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce 2021 Business Awards are coming up real soon. And um, we've already got some of the nominations in and the winners for the different awards. We have Diana D'Souza on the line. Diana, can you tell us a little bit about the Business Awards? Good morning, Steph. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Always a pleasure to be here. So our uh, Chamber of Commerce Business Award celebration, uh, it's it's it's. Basically, it is a celebration recognizing business excellence, right? It's uh, it's looking at business that have businesses that have had outstanding achievement in the execution of their business, but also businesses that have built in management practices and other components of their business that ensure sustainability, so that they are they're here for the long term. We started with nominations a few months ago, and those nominations were across a number of categories from, you know, adaptation, uh, social collaboration, um, let me actually check on some of those, Um, female leadership, environment and sustainability, emergent entrepreneurship, uh, indigenous business, youth entrepreneurs, a number of these. And we received nominations across those categories, and we have the finalists in those categories that we have. We have now um, published, and now we're at the stage for the People's Choice Awards, and there are three categories, which is businesses of um, the size of the business, so businesses less than 20 persons, small businesses, as well as businesses 20 and above, which is a medium to large business, and then we're looking for the leader of the year. So there are three people choice. And it's from a selection of these businesses that have been shortlisted as shortlisted as finalists for the various category awards. No, it sounds fantastic. And then where can people go to do the People's Choice Awards? Where do they have to go for that? You can go to our website, so fortmaferrychamber.ca slash business awards. Um, excited that uh, Mix and Cruise are one of the sponsors of the People's Choice Awards. And you can go to that webpage and there you can vote for your choice amongst the businesses. You can also purchase your tickets for the event on on October the 21st. And how long do people have to cast their vote and can they do it more than once? So you can, but you do it once per day and it will close uh, just prior to the 21st. Okay, okay. So you have, uh, you have a number of days you can uh, vote for your favorite, your favorite choice 
every day from now till the 20th. All right. So you better start today and get your votes in <laughs> so that your business is the one that gets the most votes, right? Yes, definitely. Is it a big trophy a that people win or what do they win? A number of businesses that have been nominated in the category have been sharing on Facebook, asking people to to go in and vote for them. Um, what you win is the recognition of you. It, you have already been shortlisted as a business of excellence within this category. And it's, it's an award about recognition and recognition and celebration of business excellence. So you are now recognized as a winner of the Chamber of Commerce Business Awards. I love it. That is a pretty prestigious thing, plaque to put on the wall behind your, your cashier for sure. <laughs> no, I, I mean, the intention of the award is to recognize business excellence. Yeah. We have so many businesses that they struggle with so many things and particularly these last couple of years have been very difficult for the businesses in our region. So, you know, we go out and celebrate them, nominate them so that they can be celebrated for working hard and persevering and bringing us excellent service, uh, a product or service here in, here in, in Wood Buffalo across the entire region. I love it. Our guest this morning is Diana D'Souza, the Executive Director of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Diana, thanks so much for joining us today. Do you have anything else you'd like to add about the awards? You know, no. It, thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure being here. Um, no, I would just like people to go out and either... Not either. We'd like you to vote for people's choice, uh, for your choice, as well as, you know, join us on the 21st. We will be conducting the awards at Keanu Theatre, and we will be taking all precautions with COVID, um, and we hope to see you there. For sure. I'll see you there, too. I think I get to uh, present one of the awards. I'm pretty you stoked about that. You get to present one of the awards. Yes, yes. <laughs> Excited. Perfect. Thanks so much, Diana. Thank you. Once again, that's Diana D'Souza with the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. She is the executive director. I'm Sean Kreitz. I was joined with Steph Seidel today, my morning show co-host. That's all the time we have for today, though. If you want to catch this episode or more, you can always go on over to our website or wherever you get podcasts. Look up Fort McMurray Matters. That should do the trick. If not, reach out to us and we can make it happen. With that being said, have a great day and I'll talk to you later. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.